Welcome back to another episode of Cloud and Mentalities. Today I am taping this podcast from my favorite tree. Like I'm actually in it. Um, so I climbed up to tape this podcast because I feel like being in a tree is like a home to so many animals um, and so many insects that humans really miss out on it. You know, like we don't really get to feel the strength of a tree or just feel the energy of it. It's like it goes beyond just what's above the ground. It's so above, so below. So what you see is only half of the tree. The roots are still going beneath the ground, which creates its foundation. Um, But anyway, today I want to talk a little bit how I became so fascinated about trees, um, where my confidence began to kind of want to climb them, and how this relates to my personal life. So... Let's paint the picture. It's about 2001 or two, I would say. I'm about five or six years old. And I'm living as the only child at the time with my mother. And we have a huge backyard, right? The backyard is tremendously big. It's actually two backyards. And the first backyard is like normal people's backyard. Um... We don't really have much there. Like maybe there's like a garden on the side. Uh, There's some trees. But where the magic happens is in the second backyard. So in the second backyard, there is a tree house. And to get to that tree house, you have to cross a bridge. And the bridge was washed away eventually by a storm so then i had to cross the river as like skipping rocks um so it made this house so much better um but let's get to the tree house so there was a small tree house and there was a big tree house the small tree house was about 10 feet off the ground and it was basically a ladder that was horizontal so this tree house wasn't like a it wasn't like a house you could sit in it was more of a ladder vertical and then it would be a ladder horizontal and then it would be another ladder horizontal so basically i would just sit on the horizontal ladder at about 10 feet in the air and next to it was another treehouse that was about 20 feet in the air. And I remember just sitting on that 10-foot one when I was about six, seven years old. Like, hey, one day I'm going to get the confidence to climb that bigger one. Mind you that these treehouses were not built by my mom. It was built by the previous owner. Um, so we don't know how long they were up. And I was just climbing these things like they were super secure. Um, luckily, I never was hurt or injured ever. I never fell ever. And that kind of gave me the confidence that I didn't know at the time to become an adventurer. Um, A lot of kids these days are like on their phones or they're inside and they're doing this digitally. 
but I would really tell them to really try to get out in nature and just experience their strength, experience their curiosity and creativity, because you never know what you're possible, what's possible until you do it. So once I gained the confidence to get up on the 20 foot ladder and cross the horizontal ladder, just walking back and forth on it and sitting down on it, I realized that, wow, I'm like seven years old, like 20 feet in the air. And it didn't really hit me because like as a kid, you don't really experience fear that much when you are actually doing stuff. So you're more curious than fearful. So when I was up there, of course, I had a little bit of fear. But something inside me was always like, you got it. Like, you're not going to fall. And there was no rails. There were no nothing. Like, if I misstepped, I would fall. Um, so it was really cool. It was really cool to do that as a kid. And I think that that inspired me to become who I am today, which is now doing a podcast in the tree. In the tree. Um, so I think inside of everybody is this curious kid i don't think that ever leaves us i think we just have to return to it and by returning to it you're able to unlock so much creative ability within yourself that you probably have hidden through your personality that you've created and so what that means is we all have a conscious right and i know this is like a taboo subject because a lot of people don't know what a conscious is or like exactly how to even become intact with their conscious. So I'll explain it this way. So when you're born, you're born with a spiritual side of you, you're born with a mental side, you're born with the emotional side, and you're born with a physical side. And each side has a ego each side has a need and a want and a desire to be the loudest to be the most um paid attention to so as a kid usually people only pay attention to a kid's mental and physical they don't really talk to kids about the spiritual or their emotional because they think they're kids they don't really think they're able to emotionally regulate or understand what's going on on the spiritual realm um but after this conversation i will hope you guys will pay more attention to your kids and your cousins and just children around you in the four areas of their consciousness which is spiritual mental physical and emotional and so as a kid when you are experiencing fear that is something that is not really going to hold you back as a kid because you don't really have a society personality to tell you no. So as a kid, when you're just going out and running around and doing things, like that fear turns into curious ability. And that part of us is so important as adults because we we end up telling our own self no. So from the age of zero to five, our parents are really molding us. We're, we're really becoming our parents between the zero and five. After five years old, we start to get more input from the news, our friends, and other people that are around us, and that kind of shapes our personality. So that's when we start to become more of who we were not raised to be, 
and who we choose to be. That's when we have autonomy. But truthfully, nobody really has autonomy of who they are without doing the inner work. And so today I want to explain what that inner work is. So that inner work is. Let's talk about emotional first. So emotional inner work looks like this. So right now I'm in a tree and let's just say in this tree, I had some type of feelings toward my day or my future or my past. And for me to really be emotionally intelligent, I would need to understand where those emotions are coming from. And the first thing I would need to do is decide what part of me is feeling, right? And so what that means is, am I emotionally upset with how my life is going? Am I emotionally upset with how my past was? Or am I emotionally upset about my future life that is not even here, okay? So once I understand which part of me is upset, I'm able to target it in hopefully remind myself that the only real time is in the present remember because we're going back to consciousness so always remember that there's a past there's a future and there's a present and usually your emotions are upset more in the present all right that's not always the key with your mental with your physical and with your spiritual but with your emotions you're usually not being something's not being like given to you in the present that's what affects emotions think about babies when they're upset something's in the present when your wife is upset something in the present all right when your husband when your friend it's something in the present so usually you need to find out what is not being met what needs are not being met in the present when it comes to your emotions and once you locate that you're able to be like okay this is upsetting me because of this right and then remember to turn inward before you turn outward so what that means is never choose to go to someone else about your emotions before you go to yourself even if you have a close friend that wants to help you turn to yourself first because it allows you to dictate the way you feel and that's the most important thing so for instance if i am having a upset day emotionally I'm going to say, hey, Tavares, what's going on? Why are you upset today? How can I address this feeling? Where is this feeling coming from? Am I hungry or am I sad? Am I happy? And why am I sad? Am I sad because I'm disappointed about the outcome I didn't reach? Am I sad because this isn't going my way? Um, there's a reason. You got to dig deeper than just the emotion you're feeling. Um, and that's the first part of consciousness, okay? Emotion. So once you learn how to emotionally regulate and become emotionally intelligent, you will be able to become emotionally conscious, okay? Now, the second one is physical. Your physical conscious is uh, based on health, and it's really going to be a two-sided sword here because mental and physical go hand in hand. So let's just say this you wake up in the morning and your back hurts right and you're like okay my back doesn't feel good uh but you know what i'm gonna keep going but i just something's off with it right mentally that may change the way you feel same as your gut think about your gut if your gut feels weird 
that may make you more anxious. It may make you feel like you're uncomfortable. It may change your thought process because your gut is upset, right? Same when you're hungry. You're going to be a little bit angry, a little bit upset. So what you want to do when you're physically off, the first thing you want to do is turn to your mental. You're like, okay, am I mentally okay? Because something physically is off with my feet or it's off with my my hand. Something's off. Like, let me think mentally if I hit my hand or am I stressed? Because physical is only alarms for telling us what's going on with our mental, okay? So sometimes when you're mentally stressed, you can make your chest hurt, right? So those two are very hand in hand. And that's why you want to be mentally and physically conscious because those are connected. The last one is going to be spiritual. So when you're spiritually conscious, that's going to be you understanding how to do all three of those. So that's emotion, that's physical, and that's mental. So bringing all three of those together will create a spiritualness within you. So then you'll be able to come together with all four. And that's when you truthfully are walking in your purpose of life. So when you're able to emotionally intelligent, uh, emotionally regulate, uh, be emotionally and physically conscious, and then bring that to your mental conscious, that's when spiritually you're going to really accede in life. And what I mean by spiritual is you're going to really be able to feel energies from people around you. So you're going to be able to understand people better. You're not going to be arguing with people because you understand their perspective. You're going to really understand how everybody is able to meet anybody at whatever level they're at. So you're going to be, talk to, be able to talk to kids. You're going to be able to talk to adults. You're going to be able to talk to elderly people. Um, you're going to be able to go in research circles and lawyer circles and doctor circles. Like There won't be any area of life you won't be able to enter because you're going to be so spiritually conscious that you're going to be a magnetic force. So everybody will be drawn to you. And the only way to get to that level is to have those four consciousness kicking up. So do you ever see somebody who's really gifted um, mentally, but maybe physically and emotionally, they don't really have it together? Well, that's when they call you crazy, right? If you notice, a lot of crazy people are really, really smart, right? But the reason why they're crazy is because they're not able to emotionally regulate, right? They're not able to be spiritual. They're not able to be physically conscious. So... The same thing when it goes with a lot of physically gifted people. Sometimes they get into trouble a lot because they're not able to emotionally regulate. But if you notice, you never really see anybody that's emotionally intelligent that doesn't have the other two. Okay? Usually when you're able to emotionally regulate your feelings, you kind of get the other two going too. Because it's very hard to be very peaceful and know how to emotionally regulate without being smart and without being physically smart and without being spiritually smart. Those all come together with that first one being emotionally regulation. But if you're physically conscious and or you're mentally conscious, you can still not be emotionally intelligent. So I would really start with your emotions first because your emotions really unlock the rest of your life. Because if you think about it, emotions happen every second of the day. Every second of the day, you're being sent an emotion from your mind to feel a certain way about the experience you're feeling. Because if you remember, consciousness is just being a being. 
Because without having spiritual, mental, physical, emotion, you wouldn't be alive. Those are the four areas of life. Spiritual, mental, physical, and emotional. That's what makes you a being. So if we remember that we are a being experiencing life, we'll realize that life is an experience, but we can't control life outside of us. But we can control those four areas within us, our mental, our spiritual, our emotional, and our physical. We have the control over that. So if we work on those four areas, then our outside areas will reflect how our inside areas are. So I hope this talk has been very, very alleviating for you. And you take some notes about this and just try doing this one exercise that I'm going to give you now throughout this next week. And the next podcast we have will be a video podcast. We're going to be in a booth with professional materials. Uh, This podcast is going to take a dramatic turn into much positivity. Um... And we're already positive now, but I mean as in like a visual outlook of it. I'm really excited for you guys to see it. We're going to have guests. But take this exercise into the next podcast. And it's called Yama. So Yama is to restrain and Niyama is to observe. I want you guys to restrain bad habits from your life. So anything that you know is not consciously giving you life in those four areas we talked about today. Restrain yourself from doing them. And then I want you to observe how your body reacts. This is the first step to being conscious. So if you restrain going out to eat, if you restrain staying up at night, if you restrain yourself from not going to the gym, but instead you're going to go to the gym, if you restrain yourself from slacking off, observe how your body reacts to that. If your body throws a temper tantrum, That's when you understand that maybe I need to work on my emotions, right? Because now your body's like, oh, I wanted this, I wanted this. And now who is the ruler? Your emotions? Or are you consciously observing your emotions to be the ruler of your emotions? Okay? So that's our first exercise. We're going to work on restraining our bad habits. Then we're going to work on observing our emotions. And then we're going to work on being emotionally intelligent because we are the ruler of our emotions. Alrighty. Until next time, I'll see you guys later.